Let's talk about interviewing. Welcome to Declassified College, where I, Justin Wynn, share my cheat codes to college and make sure that you're ready for the real world by the time that you walk across that stage. Make sure you subscribe, not just for you, not just for me, but for the millions of college students around the world to find this podcast. Now, you don't want to let down millions of students, do you? Interviews. If you're a people person, you probably love these and you're not really scared about them. But if you're not a people person, interviews can be one of the scariest things when it comes to the job searching process. So I'd consider myself a pretty good interviewer. I think when I was back in school, I was like six for eight when it came to interviews. I didn't interview a lot when I figured out how to get jobs. But when I did interview, I typically got the internship or the job. And when it comes down to it, I don't want to talk about necessarily my successes. I want to start this off by talking about a huge failure of mine when it came to interviewing. So I believe this was my senior year and I was trying to get into the marketing because I didn't necessarily know if I wanted to go into finance or marketing. So I was just applying to a few marketing internships and the startup that I'd been paying a lot of attention to just posted up their marketing internship. So I applied to it. Somehow I got through the to an interview process and then I'm answering the questions well and we're getting to the end of it and then they asked me to write a blog. Now I have never written a blog in my life. All of my marketing sort of experience came from LinkedIn, Instagram, social media, never blog format. So I sit down, I'm freaking out. I probably sat there for 10 minutes, didn't write anything down. And I'm just like, F it, I'm going to do this. And I wrote a five paragraph essay. I kid you not, literally an intro, three middle paragraphs and a conclusion. That was my blog. Needless to say, I did not get the job or the interview. But the reason that I'm telling you this story is because when you're interviewing, preparing is so important. All of my previous internships, I usually knew someone at the company or someone helped me get that interview. And I had some sort of experience to base it off of. This one, I was in a completely different industry and I just took it like it was going to be another finance interview and I didn't prepare at all. And I was left sort of just stumbling at my feet. Don't do what I did. (laughs) So I knew from that day on, I would prepare like a madman for any interview that I got. And that's why I want to help you. And you're probably not here because you want to fail an interview. You're probably here because you want to ace an interview. So that's why I got my boy, Daniel Botero, who is the founder of Mastering College to Career. And he's helped students get jobs at Goldman Sachs, Microsoft, Disney, etc. You name it, he's probably helped someone get that opportunity. So here is sort of his tip when it comes to interviewing. The number one thing that I see students get wrong when it comes to the interview is understanding that the interview is not just during the interview, but a lot is what you do before the interview and what you do after the interview. So most students do a good job at you know preparing for the interview itself. So let me give you an example. What you do before, the way that you research, right? Researching three things, the company, the role, and the individuals that are interviewing you. Also, are you preparing a resume or you're also building a career portfolio or an executive summary and creating a leave behind that's going to help you stand out amongst other candidates? Then is the follow-up. Are you following up with an email within the first hour you come out? Are you following out with a thank you card? 
those little things add up and it's a difference between you getting the job and not getting the job. I love how Daniel positioned his answer in this one because when it comes down to it, so many people focus on the middle portion of the interview where you're actually sitting down and answering that question where I believe if you're comfortable sitting in that chair, you will do completely fine in that asking question portion of the interview. But the only way that you get comfortable is if you're doing the research beforehand, you're making sure you know a few questions that they're probably going to ask you as well as you know your stuff. If you know your stuff, then you don't have to pull stuff out of your ass when you're answering these questions and you're a lot more comfortable and you're able to answer the questions not only quickly, but in a precise way, in a strategic way to further the interview more. Now, the part at the end of sending up a follow-up email and sending even a thank you card, that goes such a long way. And I'll speak from my own experience of when I go and do these talks, whenever someone reaches back out to me on LinkedIn saying, hey, thank you so much, you just helped me do X, Y, Z, that feels amazing. And that's literally why I do these talks is because I feel that I can impact people and I can help them get a little bit better on LinkedIn. And when someone actually reaches out to me, I remember that person. So by you reaching out and saying thank you, even if you don't get that job opportunity this time, you'll be remembered in their head. Because I would say when I go and talk, maybe one or two percent of the people that I talk to actually reach back out to me. So if you do that to a recruiter's eyes or a hiring manager's eyes, you're in that top one or two percent in their brain of students that they remember. And that is powerful. This next clip is with a fellow LinkedIn content creator who's absolutely killing it. Basant, she's probably getting hundreds of thousands of views every single month on her stuff. And she recently just took up a position at LinkedIn. And I would assume that the reason that she got that is because of her LinkedIn content. She's been noticed by big and huge names on the platform because she's able to share her story in a unique way. But I wanted to get her onto the podcast to talk about sort of her perspective when it comes to how she's so comfortable when she interviews. Also, one thing that really helped me is to approach the interview as a networking kind of meeting. Um, So when I would get rejected from certain interviews, I would still keep in touch with the people who interviewed me. And that actually got me a lot of opportunities. Now, I know if you don't like interviewing, you probably don't like networking either. So if you stay to the end, I'm going to give you my secret when it comes to how I got comfortable with growing my network, because at the beginning, I hated it very similar to you. So the last section of most interviews is usually when they flip the tables and they ask you to see if you have any questions for them. And I love this section probably because I did a lot of podcasting and I know how to ask good questions. But this is a section where I think a lot of students get wrong because they just ask very canned questions that they just found on Google or their career services department tells them. And yes, you probably want to ask one or two of those just to get the ball rolling. But Daniel has an amazing question that really flips the script again back onto the recruiter so you can solidify yourself in that role. And for your last question, you ask the following thing. Is there any particular reason why you think I might not be a good fit for this role? That question by Daniel is amazing. And I would say use that in every single interview because, again, it gives you a good perspective on how you actually did on the interview as well as gives you sort of a chance 
to overcome any objections from the recruiter. Now, the last question that I always ask in my interviews is, what is a question that you wish that I asked you? Now, the reason that I ask this is because it gives me a good gauge on how I did. If they answered too quickly, then that usually means that I didn't ask enough questions. But the second reason that I ask this question is because usually what ends up happening is they've never been asked this question before, and they have to take a long pause before they answer the question. Typically, that means that I've stumped them, and it allows me to be remembered. And that's super important when it comes to interviews. You want to be remembered. But beware. I would not suggest asking this to every single person, only to the ones and the recruiters and the hiring managers that you actually feel that you've gotten a good connection with. Now, I promise you guys the secret sauce to my networking and how I got so good at networking and speaking, whether it's on a podcast or on a phone call, etc. So to get better at quote unquote networking, you're going to need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And the way that I did this was during the beginning of my LinkedIn journey, I hopped on phone calls with literally everyone. Whenever someone would connect with me, I would send them another message saying, hey, thank you so much for connecting. I'd love to hop on a 30-minute phone call and learn more about your story. I didn't jump on phone calls with every single person, but I probably in the span of one summer talked to 100 to 200 different people. That allowed me to sort of master my story and prepare for these interviews indirectly. So that's my challenge to you. Do this for the next 12 months and you will talk to almost 150 different people and I can almost guarantee you that you will be 100 times better at being able to talk to someone in person than you are right now. Make sure you subscribe because our next two episodes are going to be an interview with my man, Stan Miller, and we're going to be talking about how to actually master your story so that when you're in that interview, you can leverage your story and make that recruiter, hiring manager, whoever it is, fall in love with you and get that position. Another day, another cheat code. And you're on your way to defeating the level that we like to call college. If you've liked any of the cheat codes that we've given out, please hit that subscribe button and give us a review on iTunes. Each review helps us grow and make sure that more people learn these tips. We love to hear from you all. So make sure you check out our website, www.getchillgrindup.com and follow us on all social media platforms at Get Chill Grind Up. That's G-E-T-C-H-O-G-R-I-N-D-U-P. So until next time, peace.